Hey everyone, get your pen and paper out or your phone so you can press record because I've got Felucio G on episode 20 of Pivot Podcast. She's about to share some good information and talk to us about why 2020 is the year of pivoting. Stay tuned. Hey everyone, you're listening to Pivot, the podcast for women who've made intentional and unexpected changes in their life and are still winning. I want to encourage you to go to www.letstalkpivot.com and catch all the episodes thus far. Also, I want to encourage you to follow us on Spotify, do a review on Apple Podcasts, and subscribe. That is so important. I need you to subscribe and really support the podcast. So I want to encourage you to do that. And then I'm also excited because now we are on Instagram at Let's Talk Pivot. And what I like about that is you can go and put, I put the quote of our guest for the week. And I love that because I like to pull together a quote that really resonated from the podcast that you can just kind of chew on throughout the week that will help you to grow as you move forward. I'm so excited that today I have Felucio G, who is the owner, um, (laughs) who actually is a professional with experience in telecommunications, correct? Um, IT, FMCG, and oil gas industries. And I'm just going to let her say a lot more about herself. But one of the things that's really neat about Felucia is that um, we met through a um, mutual friend. Uh, So I (laughs) want to give a shout out to Melissa Rogers. Yay, Melissa, who connected us. um, And ever since then, we have been exchanging information, nuggets of information, and just made a really nice connection. So Felucia, let's talk. Hi. Okay. So I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. So like you said, my name is Tolusho Badamosi. I I am actually a technology professional. That's what, what I call myself mainly. So I've worked across different industries, like you said, but I've always worked like in an IT, you know, kind of a role. Right now I work for an oil and gas services company here in Lagos, Nigeria, and I'm in charge of our business processes and technology. I'm also involved in multiple things because I'm a woman of many passions. So I get my hands, you know, involved in all the different things that I'm passionate about. Yes, I love that. One of the things that you know, um, Felucio, is that we here at Pivot, what I like to do is interview women who have had pivot experiences, right? And so, like I said in, in the intro, whether they've been intentional or unexpected, we've been talking to women about experiences that they have had that's changed their lives. And so when when the two of us were connected, the one thing that I found, you, um, you posted something on Instagram that uh, 2020 is the year of pivot. And I was like, Whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) We need to hook up. We need to connect. And so I want you, I want you to talk a little bit about pivot because you're not necessarily bringing your pivot experience to the table, but what you're doing is I'm, I'm calling you, I'm calling it. You, I'm calling you the up and coming pivot, um, the expert on pivoting. (laughs) 
in 2020. Um, I know you're doing some research about pivoting companies that are pivoting. Yeah. So I really want to give you the opportunity to talk to us a little bit about um, what you've learned about pivoting and what we can share with women and, and women who are in business about pivoting mm-hmm. at, during this time. Okay. Okay, great. Okay, so, so for me, when I hear the word pivot, I think it is essential that in 2020 especially that we do pivot. And the reason is because this is a very, very interesting year. You know, right. nobody plans for the pandemic. Nobody plans for so many things that are happening. Even the schools are pivoting, you know, like schools that traditionally were not online, you know, they're finding ways to express themselves, you know, through the different online platforms. And so for me, this year is all about looking for different ways to address your customers' needs, your clients' needs, but doing it using technology or using whatever it is that you can use, considering that most of the world is on lockdown. Right. So what I've noticed is that there's no industry that has not been affected, right? So even doctors, I noticed that doctors are, you know, now doing telemedicine. A few days ago, my younger daughter wasn't feeling too well. And we called the hospital, you know, and we had a whole teleconsult thing going on. So really for me, pivoting is just looking for different expressions of what you do. Now, for some people, it might be doing the same thing in a different way. Right. For some people, it's doing something completely different. So I don't know if you saw this, but Coca-Cola started making hand sanitizers. Right. You know, Louis Vuitton is making face masks. Right. So everybody is doing what they need to do in this season to stay alive as a business, you know, to stay alive and to continue to be a going concern. And so for me, pivoting is like, it's almost like it's a matter of life or death this year. You know, if you want your business to survive, you have to pivot. And somebody actually said something interesting to me the other day about how even people are pivoting. Like, so people who would traditionally not do things a certain way, they're finding ways to pivot themselves as people, you know. So depending on what kind of business you own or what it is that you're doing, you find ways to reach your customers in ways that you probably have never, ever done before. And also thinking about products or services that might interest them in this time. Wow. That's such good stuff because a lot of the women that I've talked to, um, some of the women that I've interviewed and will interview um, are business owners and are trying to find ways in which to continue to be productive. And we, most businesses, most of us, you, you hit it, we are trying to find ways to express ourselves differently, um, but it is essential that we use technology. Like yeah. there's no yeah. doubt about it. Um, yeah. Video has become huge. I mean, people are attracted to video. They're not yeah. just watching the uh, traditional television, but they're jumping on and they're watching um, just snippets of just video, right? Yeah. And and so it's really important that we find ways in which to continue to be productive. Um, and, and, and continue to be relevant. Right. Yeah. Um, but in a different way. Yeah. I like that word you use relevant. I think it's so important that everybody finds ways to do those. I, you know, some of the ways I think also is, I think a lot of people that own businesses, especially small to medium sized businesses, right. Are pretty much used to, you know, networking within their industry. You know, they're used to doing things a certain way. They're used to the trends in their industry. What mm-hmm. this year has done is it's made us have to look at just trends generally, right? So even outside of your industry, you kind of have to know what people just want, period. Right. And so 
I've been suggesting to friends of mine that own businesses that they need to have like mastermind or like, you know, think tank session to people that are not in their industry. So anybody that you think is, you know, a smart person, somebody who's creative, somebody who, you know, usually has good ideas, even though they have nothing to do with your profession, you know, or your business field or right. your specialization, talk to them right. and just exchange ideas because you just never know what is going to come out of this conversation. Right. You posted something on your page um, and I love this. I want you to talk a little bit about it. We both we we were both excited about this <laughs> on different <laughs> on different continents. We were like, yes, this is good. Um, but Stephen Furtick, um, yes. <laughs> Stephen Furtick, I believe he's the pastor of is it Elevation? Elevation Church. Elevation yes. Church. Yes. And. And he he talked about the power of, of pivoting. So let's check it out. Even if you think about the word pivot and we apply it to basketball, if you pivot, you set a new direction, but you make a small move, right? I mean, there's there's not a lot of movement. You're, you're turning your body, but your pivot foot doesn't actually move yet. That's where the power is. The power is in that pivot because it sets a new direction. People and businesses think that you must do something big, like we've got to do big. And and even when we talk about that change that happens in your life intentionally or, um, you know, you weren't even prepared, you weren't even, it was unexpected. A lot of times it's not this big move, but it's a small move. So let's talk a little bit about yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I, I thought that video was really profound and I like the fact that he spoke about pivot. It was almost like a confirmation yes. know, of the fact that this year really is a year of pivot. But you know, one thing that I think people just have to realize when you're thinking about pivoting is like you said, it's not, it's not this huge thing, right? So it's not something that should overwhelm you or overcome you. It is literally what do your customers need? What do your clients need? You know, whatever space you're in, what is the need? So let me give you an example, right? So okay. I live in a country where we have a lot of restaurants, a lot of restaurants. Mm. Not every restaurant delivers food. What I've noticed in this time is that even the restaurants who traditionally never delivers food have found ways to have like takeaway, you know, like services, right? right. So right. either they're utilizing like, you know, a, so like a regular food delivery service that's not theirs, or they have invested, you know, in like a bike that could deliver the food. Right. And that's, you know, that that could be seen as pivoting to a certain extent because then you're like, okay, but you never ever delivered food. But it's a little turn in it, you know, like in the same direction of, of your business, but just a little bit of a turn. Another right. thing that I noticed is, so hotels, so we have a few hotels. Hotels have started doing laundry delivery services, right? They're like, wow. listen, you pick up your laundry from your house, will deliver it back to you because guess what? They have all this equipment for washing clothes right, and laundry right. clothes. And it's just sitting there. Right. Yeah, so you might as well, you know, a delivery and pickup service, you know. And there's so many ideas like that where people are just doing creative things. I mean, people are making face masks. There's a lady I know, you know, she's a top designer here. She makes beautiful, fabulous clothes. She started making PPE wear and face, you know, and face masks. Like right. she has a whole video where you know, her whole factory has now just focused on nothing but PPE and face masks. And for me, that is so fantastic because they're thinking about how to also add value, you know? So it's not yes. just about, I want to pivot to make money. It's about really adding value. Because the truth is, if you're adding value, you're going to get paid, right? Like, it's all about adding value. Absolutely. So 
what is it that the people in your country, in your community, wherever you are, what do they need the most in this time? And how can your business rearrange itself to align with that? That's what it really is for me. How can your business rearrange itself? I love this. Two things came out of what you said. One, what are the needs? Listeners, Pivot Family, what are the needs right now? What do people need during this time of lockdown, lock-in, um, insecurity? Folks are insecure. They're, they're, yeah. they're, they're very much unsure. They're unsure about leadership, direction. Um, but what they do know yeah. is that they're in. <laughs> and so the question yeah. is, what do people need? And what is um, what were you born with? that allows you to take the creative greatness that's in you to allow you to put that to use to help other people. And the other piece is adding value, right? I love what that's you it. said. You said, listen, if you add value, you're going to make money, <laughs> right? If it, <laughs> you know, so it's, it's really about like, if, if I am doing what is naturally in me, um, cause sometimes you have to find a, a dark, sometimes you have to go through a dark space in order to really pull yes. out the treasure that's in you. Um, I totally agree. Yeah. yeah. We're, people are doing things they never thought they would do. Right. Pe- people. Ever. Yeah, <laughs> they are. And let me tell you what else. There have been workshops and conferences that you'd have to pay four and $500 to attend that are now free online. Hello. Come on. If you know folks, if you are, you know, kind of surfing around, you will see that there are workshops and all sorts of ways in which you can learn and gather information to better equip yourself so that you can move forward during this time. So yeah, we're on lockdown. Um, but there's so many opportunities and ways to equip yourself with information so that you can pivot and do it well. Exactly. I totally, totally agree with you. Yeah. Totally, yes. It's a it's a pretty exciting time. Um I think so too. I think it's such an exciting time to be alive. I mean, it's all about perspective, right? So if right. you if you have the perspective that this is just completely doom and gloom, then you will not be able to come up with any ideas to solve any problems around you. But if you can change your perspective and just understand that, yes, nobody prayed for this pandemic, you know, it it sucks. Right. But it is what it is. It's here. What do we do about it? You know, and start thinking about ways that you can add value. Really, for me, like this whole thing about adding value, it's it's like never ending. You know, regardless of the season, it's always about adding value. So let me just add this really quickly. So like, for instance, right. So Amazon that you and I were kind of just chatting about before this because of your book, you know, Amazon started as a bookseller. That's all they were doing. When they started, you know, they didn't start out to be a marketplace for everything in the world, right. or like an e-commerce platform. They started out, started out as a bookseller, and so for me, because they identified the needs of their customers, right. they were able to expand beyond what they started as. Now, imagine if they were fixed-minded and said, "Okay, we can see that our customers want other things as well, but our plan was to be a bookseller. We're not doing anything else." They would not be who they are today. Right. Amazon is no longer just a bookseller or even just a website. They are literally like they are a technology company, one of the top tech companies in the world. Like they have pivoted beyond even their wildest imagination. But it also starts with taking that first step, right? Because right. Of your business. Sometimes you think this is what it's going to be. 
but you never know what's going to happen. So I think it's also about you, you know, just going ahead and doing that thing that's in your heart to do. Mm -hmm. So being open, open-minded enough to observe the trends, observe the data. And nowadays we have so much data. It's actually easier for you, for you to get trends and data now because yes. of the time that we're living in. And really just do what you need to do, you know, based off of that data because that's what the most successful people do. Right. Now here's one piece, and I think we have to talk about this because I know in my journey as a, a entrepreneur, um, authored various things in my life, just even in, in my nine to five profession, I think that the one thing that keeps us from really moving forward and doing that, because you're talking about being open-minded, observing the trends, observing the data, what's out there, right? Is that thing called fear. And I've talked about that before in previous episodes, that a lot of times we tend to look at the situation and think, I think I just said to you, ah, well, I'm I'm getting older. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know if that's I'm for me. Sure. Yeah, I'm like, uh, what will people think about that? Or, or I'm just afraid that, or I'm just kind of nervous. And we like to frame it differently, but it's birthed out of fear. Now, I can't even move any further without because people who know me know know where I go with this. That God did <laughs> not give us the spirit of fear, and there is no. Yes. And, and this is not in the Bible, but I will say this. I, it's become my new phrase. There is no free pass. God didn't give us a free pass to fear about anything. Right. So we don't yeah. get a free pass because something is like, you know, just detrimental and just, you know, we don't get a free yeah. pass. He no. did not give us a spirit of fear. fear. So I definitely, yeah. I think when we talk about people, um, and their individual lives, but we talk about people who are business owners and who are looking for that next thing. A lot of times what stifles the move is fear. And and yeah. and businesses, you you really can't convince me. I've never interviewed them, but you can't convince me that businesses like Amazon, Coca-Cola, um, some other businesses that I know are out there that have pivoted. Um, YouTube, right? Um, you cannot tell me yeah. that someone wasn't nervous, right? They weren't kind of nervous about the move or that there were people or naysayers that came along and said, hey, just keep it the way it is. We're doing just fine the way we are. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if you, if you, if you study any, any of those like founders or CEOs or even just any of the really successful people, they will always tell you that they have those people, right? Like, right. They always have people. Like, there, there will, there will always be the dissenting voices. And I think that at the end of the day, what you said about fear is so spot on. Like, we don't get a free pass to say I'm not going to do this because I'm scared. You know, right. when you have a baby, they don't get a free pass to not walk if they can because they're afraid. You know, right. <laughs> they're afraid, right. but they have to. You know, like they have to learn how to walk. They have to learn how to ride a bike. You know. You know, those are things that we just have to do. And so for me, fear is not necessarily a bad thing. You know, obviously, it's, you know, it's a way of our body also kind of cautioning us. Yes. If we're going outside of what we're comfortable with. But we have to be able to discern and separate the fear of like real, like valid fear, like a car is going to hit you from fear of stepping out into the unknown. And yes. I think this is where communities are very important, right? So who do you surround yourself with? What kind of voices do you hear? 
if you want to do something big and you're surrounded by small people, I am so sorry. You want to do something big. Stop. That's good. So <laughs> That's good. Wait a minute. Go. <laughs> Rewind right there. If you are, wait, okay. go. What did you say? I said, if you want to do something big and you're surrounded by small people, it's not going to happen. Ugh. And it's not because they're bad people. They're not bad people. They just can't think like you think. They can't see what you see. You know, it's this whole thing with vision, right? If people cannot see what you're seeing, they will not get it. So I'm sure when you started this podcast, I mean, there might have been a few people who were like, oh, really? You want to do a podcast? Like, sure, whatever, you know? And look at how you're getting connected with people all around the world and doing things that even you might not have imagined that you would be doing. You know? Right. So there's, there's always going to be that, but you have to surround yourself with the right people. And one thing I love about even the way that we met is because you're surrounded by the right people, somebody saw something that I posted on Instagram and forwarded it to you. Yes. Because they know what you're about. Yes. You know, so, so, so that's the other thing as well is you have to let people know what you're about because nobody would have forwarded you that, that um, post if they didn't know what you were about. Absolutely. If it was in your head and you weren't discussing it with anyone, you know, nobody would ever have sent that to you. So I think it's really about us really being self-aware. Yes. And really being honest about the voices around us, the people around us, and not letting the fear continue to surround ourselves with small people. Because I do feel like sometimes that fear does not let us even expand our circle and those that are around us. Oh, wow. That right there, that... <laughs> I can't put all of that in a... I can't put all of that in an Instagram post. <laughs> so we're going <laughs> to... We're going to have to create something real good and put it out there to the atmosphere when this is all said and done. But you're absolutely right. You have to be mindful of who you surround yourself with. I will tell you, and and, and I found that, um, Felucia, I found that I have been more um, transparent as I've got, I'm getting older and you just like, don't care. I'm like, listen, I'm getting older, right? (laughs) But, but I, I had a hard time for so long with worrying about what other people would say about my ideas. Right. And so, and then I would, I would pivot, if you will, based on what people thought about the idea that I put out there. And it's under, it's, it's, you really have to understand, especially as a business owner, somebody who has a vision, if you know that God has birthed something in you to do um, in, in the secular world, right. In industry, if you were if you were born to do that, if that's something that that you you have a vision for, the idea of putting it out there, we we let me say this: we can't be afraid to put that out there. Yeah, it is how we digest the response, right? Uh. It is how you <laughs> digest the response. So if I put something out there to a friend of mine and say. I'm going to change my podcast from the chatterbox to pivot. And 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 my, you know, my friend at work says, why? <laughs> you know, I think chatterbox is fine. Well, yeah. I've defined chatter. I know what, what it means. And I'm not just doing endless talking. So I recognize having, you know, done this, done that, doing a little research that I want to go in this direction. Now I can right. say... Never mind. You're right. I'm just, you know what? I'll just stick with the chatterbox or I can stick with the vision, right? And stick with what I know is inherently like tugging at me to to make that move. And we have to be careful about 
how we digest our response to the feedback we get from people who may not see the vision. So good. So good. I mean, that is so good. Like, I think that we've, we've been, we've been socialized all over the world. Like, I don't care what country you're from. We've all been socialized to want people's responses to us to always be positive. right? Yes. So if you get a negative response, like it's almost like danger, danger, right? You know, and right. it, and it, you know, takes you deeper into fear. When really, it's fine. We don't have to agree. But I love it. We can agree to disagree. Exactly. You know, because nobody ever did anything big with a bunch of just people around them, just being like, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. You know, like it just doesn't happen. Like you don't just have a bunch of yes men around you. You know, you you will always have people who sometimes even question what 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 you're planning. And not even in a bad way, right? But maybe even getting you to think deeper about it. You know, I feel like sometimes as well, when people don't agree, God is giving you the opportunity to think about what you're trying to do properly as well. So mm-hmm. it's not for you to get the fear and not do it. Right. It's just for you maybe to fine tune it, you know, tweak it in a certain way. But the whole thing with fear is just honestly, like, I feel like I've spent the past few years really studying a lot of successful people. And those guys don't care. Like, no. they're okay to fail. They are happy. You're like, listen, I, I started 10 businesses and five of them failed. Right. And guess what? I started them. Right. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, exactly. So it's not about focus. Yeah. You know, so like as we were talking, I kept thinking about Facebook, right? And it's a bit random, I think, but Facebook kept coming into my mind because I thought about how Facebook didn't start to be a giant tech company. It did not. It started out as... Literally, these guys are at Harvard, and they need a way to connect with their community. Okay. And they created this thing probably out of fun. Like, oh, guys, let's just create this thing. Let's all, you know, be on this platform. Let's all hang out. And, you know, there's right. a lot of drama behind, you know, whose original idea it was and all that. But we cannot question the fact that Mark Zuckerberg blew it up. Right, right. Now, the other thing I like about that story is that Mark Zuckerberg is obviously not a company builder. He's an ideas guy. So mm. he's hired people like Sheryl Sandberg and a whole team of smart people that can build business around him to build this around him you know what i mean so for me as well it's not it's not even about you being the master of everything you know you just need to have the right team with you sometimes as well so that you can pivot properly so that you can build properly so that you can also extend within your graces right within your strength because some people do not have the strength to manage people yeah some people don't have the strength to structure businesses some people do not have the strength you know for administration so why don't you get the right people, you know, around you and make sure that you're doing what you need to do and not being afraid and scared and all that stuff. Oh, that's good. This, this has been great. This has been great. Yeah. Uh, I think there's so much to, yeah, there's so much to take away from this. We've talked, um, we've talked value, adding value. We've talked, you know, hey, what are the needs out there right now? Um we've talked so much about being open-minded and saying, you know what, it's not about, uh, I'm not going to let fear stop me from moving forward. And it's not about the feedback that, you know, makes me feel uncomfortable. It's like, okay, I'm going to get that, but it's all about how I digest the response or the feedback that I get. Mm. So this has been good stuff for those of you who are out there who are business owners those of you who are individuals who are thinking about, you know, it's what's happening here, COVID-19, I don't know about you, but here, um, you know, think there's so much uncertainty from a natural standpoint, right? From a natural standpoint, we're waiting for our head of government to say, 
when we can move from uh, red to yellow to green, when businesses yeah. can open. Um, from a spiritual point, we know where we stand, right? We we know that God's Hallelujah. got our back. If God be for us, who can Always. be against us, right? We are the head yeah. and not the tail. We are above and not beneath. Okay. Come on here. Yeah, we are the always. lenders and not yeah. the borrowers. So we we know from a spiritual point of view where we stand. But I want to, in this last couple of minutes that we have, we've got about three minutes, and I want to just say, to give you an opportunity, um, Felusha, to just tell people just, you know, one or two things that they need to do right now, just to be thinking about what, what's that that one word, maybe that phrase, or what would some advice be to folks out there as you're thinking about 2020 being the year of pivoting? What would you say to folks out there who are thinking about or in the process of? Okay. Um, I think the first thing that they have to think about outside of all what we, we've um, said is how to diversify, right? So whatever talent or business service, whatever it is that you're offering, how do you diversify in this time? Um, I've seen many people, let me give you another pivot example. People that own hair salons are offering virtual classes to their clients. <laughs> wow. I have friends who tell you every Saturday at noon, they're like, oh, I have to go get my hair done because the lady that owns the salon, she has a whole virtual thing going on. She can send you the product and all that good stuff and tell you how to do your hair okay. at home, you know? And so for me, that's so fantastic, diversifying. I think also researching and thinking outside of the box, right? There's very few things that are new under the sun. I think it's very important that whoever is listening to this, make use of all the freebies available to us. The internet has made life so much easier. You can go online, you can do research, you can go on LinkedIn, you can go on Instagram. You can research what people in your industry are doing and see what you can also jump on. You know, like look at the trends all over the world. So for instance, what people in your industry on a different continent, as an example, are doing. And LinkedIn, I think, is such a fantastic tool for linking up with people that are within your same industry. So make sure that you're thinking outside of the, of the box and that you're doing research. Thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate you, Felusha G. You can check her out on Instagram, right? Um, and yeah. you can, and I will have some information out there about her when we are on social media. But she's doing some fantastic things. Like I said, she is the up and coming expert on Pivot, and I love it. I'm so glad I got to meet her at this point. Thank you all so much for joining us today on this Wednesday. I pray that you have a fantastic Wednesday. Be blessed and just, just I want you to chew on this stuff because it's good for your growth and learning and your purpose. Have a great day. Thank you.